the last real shock, as in a real proper shock. Uh, something I've never seen in France. Parents who have toddlers on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Hi everyone. Um, welcome to this third episode with Francesca, Halem and Lou. Today we will take you through our experience with living abroad without uh, wanting to offend anyone or to fall into any stereotype. We will be discussing uh, certain culture shocks that we have um, noticed um, in our time abroad here in London. Yes, so yeah, if you're interested in the potential impact of expatriation on your life, and how to cope also with distance from loved ones and which culture shocks um, we have experienced so far here, um, then pour yourself a nice cup of tea and sit with us. Yes, as usual, there's always a space on our couch ready for you. <laughs> yes. Okay, girls, how are you doing today? Very good, thank you. How are you, Alan? Not bad, not bad. Thank you. Great. Um, okay, so how are you, Lou? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm really good. We always forget about <laughs> I'm really good, and you know I'm going to tell you why, and it fits very well with today's topic. Yeah. I'm going back home. No. Oh. Okay. It's it's a very sad day for it's, us. Yeah. It's sad, but it's. But it's not a good part. Exciting for Lou. It's yeah. excitingly sad. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> so, um, actually, where are you from? Okay, you guys know me, but I'm going to introduce myself <laughs> to the public. Um, well, um, so I was born in Tunisia. For who doesn't know uh, where is Tunisia? Because I've been asking this question before. Really? It's the North Africa, guys. Please, geography, you know. Um... <laughs> So I was born in Tunisia, then when I was um, eight months old, one year old, my parents moved to Italy. So basically I grew up in Italy until the age of um, 19, um, when I actually moved here uh, London to study. So I define myself as a third cultural kid. I mean, I have like double home, like I believe uh, to be Tunisian, but also I am Italian, but also I feel like a little bit a Londoner uh, now that I've been here for three years, four years almost. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I can go next. Um, I am from Italy as well, um, Turin, which is in the north part of Italy. I don't have a huge part to say like Harlem <laughs> I don't yeah, have history, such sorry. an interesting history I'm afraid but um, my parents uh, well my dad was from Sicily so I'm actually really happy that I can say that I'm uh, that my blood is from Sicily um, which is in the south, south yeah. um, as well as uh, the north <laughs> what about you Lou? I am from France uh, the southwest Mm. South, southwest, southwest. Very, area. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us where it's in the south. <laughs> Southwest where, of France. Where, where in the south? Bergerac. Berger I love the accent. <laughs> the accent. Bergerac. Yeah, I mean, so I make it sound nicer than it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's a nice. It's just a small town, thirty thousand people, oh. born and raised there until I was eighteen, and I decided to move to London to university. 
For those of you who don't know, Bergerac is very close to Bordeaux. Yes, oh yes, sorry, it is. I forgot to mention my city, sorry guys. Yeah. Uh, I am from a little city close to Bologna. My city is like 10,000 inhabitants, so I don't even know if it doesn't exist in geography maps, but it's so small. <laughs> what's it called? Castel Bolognese. Yeah, it's a very small city, but you know. And what's the Cute. town you were born in, in Tunisia? Uh, it's called Ariana. Oh. I know, it's very like oh, international name, like nice. Tunisia. Yeah. And how long have you been living outside of your country? If we refer to Italy, I've been living outside of Italy for now four years. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah the length of uni. I moved here September 2017. And today is May. We are May, yes. Yeah, May. May 2021, so yeah. Same for me, four years. Yeah. yeah, I've been here a bit longer. It's gonna be six years in November How for come? me. Because I've been an au pair here before. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. I came in 2015 and then I just enjoyed living in London, although my plan wasn't to stay here. But then I started uni. Um, so drawing from, from what you just said, guys, uh, what is your experience with living abroad um, and how and why did it happen? Did you think it would last this long? It was not supposed to last this long. It was supposed to last three years for me, but I decided to keep on moving. London was not enough, so I <laughs> added more countries to the list. Why did I move originally it was because I wanted to study abroad so I wanted to move in a big city where I could practice my English and meet people from you know all kinds of places. Funny how I had no English to practice because I didn't know English at all. <laughs> nice. Um, my experience I really enjoy traveling and um, I don't like traveling just two weeks in a country I like to settle down spend a few months really get to discover yes. The culture. Now obviously I've settled more in the UK but I've also took every opportunity I had to go um, somewhere else. So I did an Erasmus. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. So instead of doing a three-year bachelor I ended up doing four years because I was also in Turkey and Germany. I also spent some time in Kenya. I became kind of addicted <laughs> to this life yeah. style. But always coming back uh, to France. To your roots. Yeah, to my roots. <laughs> okay, so my experience here. So as I said before, so I moved from a very, very small town uh, in Italy to come to London, you know, a huge city. And oh god, I mean, I, I loved it at first. I was like, wow, so many people, so many different people from everywhere. Um, it was such a, a nice shock. But still a, a shock. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I loved it at the beginning. My plan was actually yeah, to stay here three years, but I never actually planned to leave London at the beginning. I was like, okay, let's see, three years of uni, and then you'll see, maybe you'll move um, back to Italy or maybe somewhere else in Europe. If I have to be honest, Italy was always like a, a plan B. If things go wrong in, in, in London, in UK, I'll always go back to Italy. Yeah. But now I'm more like, well, you know, I'm not ready to go back to a really small town after, you know, living in such a globalized city. But I'm open to options. Now I'm planning actually to do my master next year, so I will be staying in London for another year maybe. And then let's see what the future reserves for us, mm -hmm. I guess. 
So my experience um, here in London, well, like I said, I came here to learn English at first and my plan was not to stay, to be fair, um, because I had a good life in Italy. But then I loved the year spent in London and um, with around the British culture in general. I really enjoyed challenging myself as well. Um, I always, I think for the first two years, I really felt like this was not my place. I was out of place. And therefore, I just wanted to stay more because I wanted to to feel like I was part of the society. And yeah, that's probably like the main reason I stayed. And of course, the fact that I joined university at some point helped. I mean, I had to stay. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I kind of had to stay here <laughs> uh, for three years. It's actually quite funny because I always say, this is going to be my last year in London. I want to travel. I want to go somewhere else. I want to discover new cultures. But then I'm still here. So um, although I keep saying, not my future is not here. Now I'm, I'm open to the, to the idea that this could be my future. Um, it could be for, for all of us. I mean, yeah. once you like it, when you settle down, you're like, well, you know, it's kind of cozy here. But at the same time, I, I, I like the fact that we, we are open-minded on that and we're like, oh no, I'm, I'm not traveling anywhere else. I'm just yeah. staying in London. We are open to the idea of moving abroad, but um, we also have, I think, this addiction to it. And you like, you know, the, I think the there excitement. Is, yeah, there is no... Yeah, yeah, true. But also I think um, there is no other city like London anywhere else. I don't know for me. But the thing is, you two really enjoy London. And I think out of the three of us, I'm mm -hmm. the one who <laughs> enjoys it the least. Yeah. Um, I love the multiculturality, obviously, but it's too big, it's too crowded, it's too noisy. It's what we got used to. One of my best friends came to visit me in, uh, in London. I was so excited because it was her first time, you know, yeah. coming, coming to London. And... I thought, you know, that she would love it and maybe, you know, even think that at some point she will move here as well and, you know, like, oh my god, my best friend, me and my best friend living together, you know, the, the, the dream. But actually, you know, she told me, um, I cannot keep the pace of London, everybody's running. Yeah. And something that I didn't realize at the beginning because I had already got used to, you know, running around and, you know, uh, already, you know, adapted to yeah. this kind of a rhythm. Mm -hmm. That somebody, I, I didn't understand that somebody from the outside could see this as craziness, chaotic, <laughs> like, too yeah, crazy, yeah. like... Um, but still, to be fair, I've lived in much bigger cities. Yeah. Istanbul is bigger. Oh. Yeah, of course. I am glad I got to experience in my life really different um, types of... Yeah. You know, very village, town, yeah. city, Same. Yeah. Same. and gigantic capital cities. Yes. And uh, we could go into the, the pros and cons of each, because obviously there are many. But after four years, I can say it has really made me so tired. And yeah. we spend so much energy yes. trying yeah. to keep up, as you said. Keep up Quite with true. the pace. And yeah. we didn't realize that actually this is our new pace. Mm. And uh, I wouldn't mind slowing down. Slowing down for a bit. Uh, I just want to remind, remind you that we just got off a lockdown. <laughs> so, that is true. I actually quite like the pace now. <laughs> That's true, no. But um, pandemic aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything is pandemic aside because we're talking yeah. about traveling and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> traveling, the, the dream. Yeah. But yeah, pandemic aside, I, I would say that we feel like, you know, this is our new new case yeah your new habit yeah. reality yeah it's it's part of us but yeah i wouldn't mind actually living in a 
little island just by myself selling coconut water. <laughs> selling coconut water on a an island in the Caribbean somewhere where it's warm. Mm. Because let, let's let's put it out there. Oh. We love London, but the weather. The weather man. Yeah. Oh. If I start hating the city, it's just because of the weather mm. and the food. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna but, talk about that. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> is gonna be your best memory of London yes. and the worst memory of London well the thing is my memories are about people not necessarily oh. places mm. so my best memories is just gonna be whatever we do together but if I were to choose something that's relating more to a place then it would be whenever we would, we would have a picnic or walk by the river when we went to Brighton, mm. just doing little, you know, outdoorsy yes. stuff yeah. by the nature of by the river. Yeah. In Richmond yeah. Park. You will miss yeah. the river. You will I miss, will miss the river. Least favorite memory? I guess sometimes you just interact or have to do certain things that make you realize that you're in a different country and you're not in your country. And there are little things that remind you of that. Because you're not going through the day thinking, oh, look at me, I'm a foreigner. That's yeah. not how you feel. No, this is not how you feel. But sometimes it's a bit of like a slap in your face that, yeah, you kind of are. Especially after certain political events that happened. I, I have Brexit. Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> I have Brexit. Yes. Um, yeah, that's it for me. What about you? Okay, so my worst memory about living in London is... Taxes and rent <laughs> and yeah, bureaucracy because why not? Rent is so expensive. Moving out is so expensive as well. So I think I moved to five different places in the past three years. <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, Francesca has a record. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah literally. I moved three times in less than a year. <laughs> and who oh you think helped her? We are her movie. Oh editors. my god, yeah. guys, you have no idea. Who helped her? These two up? helped me so much. There was once where I was, um, I had to move last year and I had um, really like high fever. Um, like high temperature and I could not move out of the bed I could not and I still had to pack everything and and just load up the car and Harlem did it all for me <laughs> I was like I had no clue of what I was packing I was just I just got this in yes just like giving me direction instruction and then I remember uh, Wanya we did a friend of us exactly a friend of a friend she she had like, a car so she helped me um, we did six trips up and down from Kingston <laughs> yeah, to Richmond because the problem is Francesca has so much stuff unbelievable you cannot believe it <laughs> I do I had the I had the time I had an inflatable bed <laughs> uh, what's your so, favorite? oh my yeah. favorite oh I think central London experiences in central London of course like with you guys 
Yeah, I think that's one of the best memories. Like, there's so many things you can do, so many things you can... Do you remember our first yes, I New Year's Eve in London? Oh my god, oh. it was... <laughs> we wanted to see so the firework. Mm -hmm. We had this stupid idea of wanting to see London's firework, yeah. because why not? And we just lived the homeless life for like a few hours because <laughs> yes, it was obviously freezing cold by the yeah. river so humid as well and we did not buy tickets so we had to go to another bridge where you could uh, watch it for free but that involved waiting five hours God, yes. I cannot believe we did this for 15 minutes firework that yes. I had to see most of it through other people's <laughs> phones because everyone was filming it so I could only see their arms but so, yeah. it stays my, my best experience, my best um, memory honestly yeah. here in London what about you, Francesca? What's the best and the worst so experience? The worst, we just talked about it. Um, it's definitely moving. And also, like, what I really don't like about London is the fact that um, finding a place, oh. a nice, a decent, actually, just a decent place yeah. um, where there are no uh, pests or where spiders. The spiders or, like, the doors or floors cracking all the times and... You know, with like a clean carpet, it's just just so hard. Um, positive, um, best memory, the end of the first year of uni, I think. Um, like oh, the, so yeah, and also like I worked so hard the first year of uni, and I was just so scared of not making it because it was my first year studying in in a language that wasn't my first language. Mm -hmm. I just I did it I did I did well, and I was just really happy and so relieved, and it was really it was such a nice summer as well, really hot and sunny, and I just yes. made uh, really good friends. It was just really nice. That's probably the, my the best memory that I have. Like it's probably like me being happy that is the best memory that i have um, and every day i'm actually super grateful that i live very close to the river and very close to nature and the beautiful skylines or you know um I love those skylines, yeah I they're they're just beautiful to share with you a little self-care tip to help you survive. Mm -hmm. It could be anything big, small, that we think is useful uh, when sometimes life hits you hard. If you want to know why we do this self-care tip segment, listen to our introduction episode. This week um, we would like to discuss how actually we cope with um, homesickness, if we actually cope with it, <laughs> and, and more generally how we deal with um, missing our loved ones. Yeah, in my, my case, I <laughs> I actually don't think I cope with it. Um, I think that um, not having your family here or like close to you and having the opportunity to go and see them whenever you want, um, it's really hard. And I'm sure that many of you can relate. You get used to be independent. You, you yeah. used to be mm -hmm. by yourself, um, yeah. which is at the end not a very bad thing. And yeah, you, you will miss them maybe every day. But, um, yeah, you just get used to it, I think. And to be fair, it wasn't it wasn't too hard, not even at the beginning. Of course, after, like, during the pandemic, it was harder. But, you know, nowadays there are so many ways you can uh, um, video chat with your family and, uh, and call 
and even play games with them by Zoom or whatever um, application you use. And I think for me it's also maybe eating home food. Um, so my parents sometimes they do send me a box of Italian goodies <laughs> and I think that um, making food with that um, definitely helps. Yeah, well obviously nothing beats going back home for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> a few weeks. A few weeks. Few weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when that's not possible, well about missing your loved ones, you just keep in touch with them really, as you said, you know call, text, video chat, whatever. Um, what I tend to do, it, it's really about listening to specific music oh, that if nice. I make you guys listen to it, you would not understand because it's just, <laughs> you have to be French to know or understand yeah. why we like it. Mm -hmm. And also another thing that I tend to do pretty often is watch TV series, like French oh, TV series. That's a classic. Yes. Just have good old... French humor and just laugh <laughs> in my own language that always uh, brightens my mood. Yes. But we Italians do the same. We like to watch our uh, Cine Panettone. Is it Cine Panettone, right? <laughs> Movies that make us laugh so much, but because they remind of Italian people. These are funny. <laughs> yeah. Italian culture, yeah, 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 yeah funny. That's it. Um, but yeah, music as well helps, like the classical, it's just the classical staple, so Pascolo, Zucchero, but yeah, it actually helps. Um, when it comes to mish, mishing, <laughs> missing um, Tunisia, nothing can beat the food, but yeah, if I miss my family, my friends, yeah, it's just a matter of keeping in touch, there's no really way to cope with it, I guess. Uh, to what Alan was saying before there is a very juicy topic <laughs> like juicy. that we want to introduce and so I'm gonna start with this question what food do you miss most from your home country and what did you think of British food when you first arrived here oh well 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 <laughs> that's a loaded question <laughs> I mean what do I miss from Italy actually I will be very specific with this so I am, um, I am used to get pizza from a corner shop, which is few steps away from my house. The shop makes the best pizza in town, like the best pizza in town. In Italy. In Italy, mm -hmm. in, my, um, in my little city in Italy. It's called La Pizzeria del Viale. Uh -huh. I mean, no, everybody, everybody would know it. Like in my city, everybody knows Pizzeria yeah, del Viale. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's a good recommendation. Right? Pizzeria del Viale. He's actually Egyptian, the owner. Mm -hmm. He makes the best pizza and it's cheap as well. So yeah, pizza, lasagne, but uh, I want to be very specific about this as well. My mom's lasagne. That, that, that's it. I love carbs, so this <laughs> is... <thousand. laughs> uh, but if you ask me what I miss from my other home country, so Tunisia, I would say my, my grandma food. She made the best brick, so which is basically a kind of samosa with veggies inside, potatoes, eggs, and it's, it's very nice. Mm. It's a starter, but if you eat more than one, it can be a main. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Francesca? Because we are in the theme of Italian. Yeah, true. What I miss about um, home 
it's honestly I think for me it's homemade food most of it because at the end of the day even here in London you can find very good pizza um, and you can find very good pasta oh, I shut up I haven't yet that is so not true the thing is pizza no, no. like the one that I have in my corner shop in yeah exactly of course of course but that's what I mean um, homemade food yeah it's homemade food as I was saying um, unlike Alem I do think that you can find good pizza here and good pasta and proper Italian restaurants and, uh, and yeah. food uh, but what I really miss it's yeah my mum's cooking my, my grandma's cooking my, my grandpa meatballs and ice cream the thing is in, in Italy you can find ice cream everywhere in London not every ice cream place gelateria is has, has got very good ice cream so um and i'm a very i'm such a big fan of ice cream guys <laughs> we know that yeah <laughs> <laughs> because i live in southwest london here you can find yeah venki which is actually from my city Turin, by the way um amorino which is across london really um the one in chiswick yeah in chiswick there is one that's called odono and there is one in clapham junction as well and then odono is the one which has the best pistachio oh yes that's the one. And then we have uh, Danieli, if you are in the Richmond Kingston area. So what about you? Everything. Literally everything. And just the quality of the products. Even if you just go buy fruits or vegetables or whatever, yeah. it's just going to taste better. Mm -hmm. It's going to be better quality than here yeah. in the UK, I find. It is true. Somehow. Actually, because, I mean, I think most of the products are cultivated in France. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. and in Italy, in our case, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so as well. And um, to be more specific, as you said, just homemade, yeah. like my mom's crepe, honestly. And, um, oh man, bread! That's one thing I miss Ooh. so much, bread. Yeah. I've, I have not found good, good bread. bread. Yeah, that's so oh, true. That's true. Yeah. And honestly, I thank God for that. Otherwise, I would eat bread every day long. <laughs> <laughs> like, bread goes with everything. Yeah, it does. Honestly, bread. I miss bread. Crusty on the outside, and soft oh. on the inside. Oh my god, guys, we, we love food. Yeah, we love food. So going on to the the second question, uh, what did you think of British food when you first came here? Oh well, uh, okay, you can have the Sunday roast mm -hmm. and the fish and chips. Yeah. And that's it. That's what I thought. Chocolate yeah. always goes for the fish, fish and chips. <laughs> no, guys, it's nice. I mean, sometimes. Now, the thing is, if you do find good pubs where you can have nice the in good English or British food, it's, you know, you can have a good time. And the food is actually quite nice. Yes. However, the thing is, uh, in every single pub you go to, there are always the same mains, which is burgers, uh, fish and chips, um, chicken pie or vegetarian pie. Fries. Fries. Um, onion rings. Um, <laughs> and Sunday roast. Yeah, and Sunday, Sunday roast. Exactly. It's not variety. Exactly. It's not. It's not like you go to a restaurant and you get a variety of things every time you go. I mean, at least in London, mm -hmm. from all the pubs, you can actually expect all the food, the same food. If you, there's nothing like, oh, I'm going today in a British restaurant. Like, no. Where the hell is that? No, it it's doesn't a exist. Pub, it's a pub. And to be fair, we are in London, so we have access to f food from any country you could exactly. think of. So we always eat. We never eat English. Well, no, we barely, that's true. But actually, English. this is um, when I came to London. Actually, I started. I discovered Indian food, mm -hmm. Thai food, yes, yeah, Vietnamese food. Something that I, I was like 
immediately we don't Blown have this. Away. Exactly. No, we, we don't have, have this every day no. because we have good food, so we don't need other <laughs> food. That's true, yeah. In London, I discovered all this new food that is actually delicious, but uh, this is not because of the British culture, but because London is multicultural yeah. and there are so yeah. many places. Um, you can eat nice curries, nice yeah. thai. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And so more generally, do you have noticed any differences between uh, your culture and the one here? Um, you mean like with food? No, in general. In general. Many. Yeah, one of the first things that I've noticed coming here, especially at uni actually, is the individualistic culture that um i mean that the first time i came to london not even to london actually the first time ever that i lived in um um in the uk i was in uh, bournes where was i bournemouth oh, nice. um yeah i lived there for a couple of weeks um and what stood out to me was how not lonely, but like how people were doing things by themselves and for me coming to coming from Italy um, where I never went to the restaurant by myself I never went shopping by myself to the cinema I've never went to the cinema yeah or anywhere I was always with my family with my mom with my friends never by myself and coming to a reality like that here it was just I was just so impressed and also like shocked because I wasn't sure whether it's because they were actually lonely (laughs) or because they actually liked spending time um, by themselves because I am a people person and I love spending time with people um, and I just could not believe it. But then living here and being independent and um, I actually discovered that I quite like doing things by myself and it was kind of a challenge at the end because I wanted to, you know, be able to be happy by myself as well. But it's so weird sometimes. But it's, um, yeah, it's really strange how, um, I mean, it's good on one side, but it's also really bad on the other side, because I've noticed that, especially after having, like, an English boyfriend and, like, many English friends, I've noticed how lonely they are sometimes. Uh, They do have issues sometimes to open up with others about emotions. I'm not just talking about open up about life's problems, but yeah. especially emotions. And and that is really hurtful, really, really hurtful. And and you can tell that yeah. um, coming coming from another country. Um, because I've always been, yeah, I've always been so open with my emotions to, not to everyone, but you know, to Even those the, close to me. The simple thing of hugging like that's we do we do a lot in Italy it's like it's not a handshaking it's like proper hugging here even before pandemic aside they maintain distance you know I remember that when I first arrived I'm so used to kiss, kissing people to, to kiss say him, hello, yeah. like, you know, what we're doing yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. And I always had this, you know, this just my body does it yeah, automatically. it's kind of natural, right? And I, I had to stop it. midway because I was like, no, they don't do it yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to think yeah. I'm crazy. Yeah. So, but we usually, even you met this person, like, you know, once only, you just hug yeah. after. But yeah. here it was like, okay, no. So, yeah, I think it, it comes already from, you know, you can already tell from the physical touch that yes. they don't like, uh, but you know I, I, I came to terms with this and I kind of I kind of like it. Uh, I like you know like if you don't know me please maintain distance. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice, but I do think they love their um, their space and I don't believe them for this. I mean it's 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 quite nice to have your own space and of course sometimes it's just get lonely for them I guess. Mm. 
you know, it depends on the personality as well. Um, I didn't have the same experience as uh, Francesca. Also because, I mean, it's, it's funny to say, but I don't have a lot of British friends. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't know if it's because of my personality and I'm like, you know, kind of bubbly, fizzy <laughs> uh, everywhere and they don't go to church with me or maybe it's just, you know, casuality, I don't know. But I never, I don't have close British friends, so I really don't have this kind of experience. Yeah, I I failed my integration on that. Yes, yes. we failed integration. Like the only close British friend I have, I actually met in France. Yeah, really. Yeah, but you know, like I, I've noticed um, that at uni, um, on actually on, on the first day of uni, because I remember that. Um, so I was in this group of people, um, and. I was the only foreigner, so everyone else was English, and I was like I was really anxious. I English wasn't my first language. I knew no one, mm. um, and I was panicking. But still, I was the only one trying to make an effort to get to know people. Yes, while that's true, that's true. they they were just so shy and lonely and quiet and. I, I just couldn't understand whether it was me, the <laughs> issue. Am I in, yeah, and, and, you know, after a couple of months, I just realized how, yeah, how they're not used to maybe... Um, or not interested. So many, so yeah. many interactions. Mm. Yeah, maybe they're not interested in, yeah, in doing that. But honest, I think they, I think they are. I think they just, sometimes they do have troubles mm -hmm. on how to do it. Um, it's like a Nordic cultures. I mean, yeah. if we can consider United Kingdom part of sure. Nordic countries. However, they are really polite. Um, oh, that's, okay. that's something that that's we really like, like. Maybe too much. Like there's <laughs> kind of limits. Um, yeah. yeah. British people, especially like old people and middle aged, mm -hmm. too polite. But like, I think it. Yeah. But um, if we have to put on a scale too yeah. polite or like rude Italian. I think <laughs> French yeah <laughs> exactly I think I think too polite wins you know like I, I prefer wins. living with but someone who is too polite into but there's too polite people I am and it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing but I'm apologizing for everything I didn't even like touch anybody right passing <laughs> through you know a hallway and I'm already you know ready to say oh sorry so sorry 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 sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry honey oh darling oh my god yes so that's one thing yeah. politeness is very good that's one thing I do appreciate yeah. but sometimes you move to another zone which yeah. is not politeness anymore it's i Being think fake. yes <laughs> it's fake yes. fake positivity yeah oh, oh that's, that's brilliant that's lovely amazing <laughs> when in reality it's like just I know, no. you, can, you just do something basic, right? That's yes. very true. <laughs> Thank you would have been enough, okay? Because I did something basic that probably I had to do anyway. Yes. Oh, you were a star. Oh my god, yeah. Oh it's, my yeah, god. that's very true, that's very true. Thank you, you made me feel good, but, you know, this was not necessary. No, the last real shock, as in a real proper shock, uh, something I've never seen in France. Parents who have toddlers on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. On a leash. Oh my god. It's, I cannot. I've seen that a few times. Yeah. But yes. I did, did, did our parents need to have us on a leash? Because no. you're not Exactly. <laughs> exactly. However, okay, something else that shocked me 
Um, and again, <laughs> I have noticed when I was living with this English family is that, um, I mean, not that it shocked me. It's kind of good in a way, but um, I'm not sure how good. Um, <laughs> it's, um, it's basically the, the way they um, teach uh, table manners to the kids. Mm. So the kids, they cannot leave the table until they finish, That's until everyone finish. And if they only, if they ask, so they need to ask in order f for them to leave the table. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mom, can I leave the table please? That's good manner. Yeah, it is very good manners. And it, it's actually quite, it, it's actually really, it's really good and it, it's amazing. But it's just so funny when you actually compare it to my family. Mm -hmm. Like if you, Everybody if you guys. Yeah. Kids are never on the table and they just do whatever they want. And even, even at the reaction, oh play. my god, <laughs> oh my god. Advice. And another thing, when um, when I used to go to dinner with this family, um, at the ration, everyone was just there, in silence, staring at the menu, and in silence, choosing what to eat, and then um, ordering the food one by one. And again, if I have to compare that scene to my families, God, it's it's just, just the funniest thing. What do you thing. want? Yeah. Do you right? Why did you choose that? They didn't even ask each other what they were gonna get. No. What? Like we do that. That's ninety like, percent of choosing is asking like, what right? they want and, and sharing and yeah. sharing. Okay, I'm gonna have some of yours. Yes. Which dessert are you getting? So we can. <laughs> exactly. And that was so funny. Oh my god. It just. It's just hilarious. It's, it's yeah, different culture, mm -hmm. completely. Yeah. Uh, Italians are loud. Uh, British people hate noise. <laughs> That's something I realized when the three of us are on a bus and we're talking. At some point, I th are we, have we been screaming <laughs> yeah. for the entire week? <laughs> are we too loud? And we are really loud. Oh. We're so loud compared to them. But you know, it's because we are fun. <laughs> yeah. we, we definitely are fun. Yeah. Now, to wrap up, what lesson would you like our audience to take from this episode? Uh, well, if you ever come to UK, be prepared to what we have said. Um, but yeah, London, it's, um, it's a very uh, nice and multicultural city. So really, if you want to meet people or discover, you know, challenge yourself, just, just live in London for a few months. Mm -hmm. You will regret it after, but yes. Yeah. And generally, just going beyond London or the UK. Yeah. Traveling, it's, yeah, it's always going to be beneficial. Yeah, it's gonna make you more independent, as, as Francesca said earlier. Oh, you definitely discover yeah. so many things and grow very, very fast. Yeah, grow your maturity, yes, okay. and you'll just yeah. come back with nice memories. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I completely agree with what the both of you just said. Um, I suggest everyone to travel, even if uh, living abroad scares you or you think that you know, your home country will always be the one. Yeah. Um, I think that looking at what's outside, um, good or bad, is always an experience to take in. And, you know, it can, uh, you, you can just get richer and richer. Oh yeah, and it's also going to enrich your vision of your home country. Yeah, and, maybe and the make world. You, yeah, and the world, yeah. Make you realize and maybe... How lucky you are. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, yeah. how lucky you are yes. to to be able to travel first of all yeah and also i think for me as well how important your family is is yes. for to you um i honestly 
I love being independent and I said multiple times to my parents that I won't go back and <laughs> um, live in Italy. I'm not gonna leave back with that. Um, oh no. But I realized how important family is only in those past years um, and how much I own them basically. Yeah. Same. Sometimes you have to leave to come back. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for listening to our episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Please do share your thoughts and comments on our Instagram page and give us a follow to keep updated on new episodes. Don't hesitate to ask us any questions you have about this week's topic. We will always be more than happy to reply. Also, if you have any suggestions on your own self-care tip, do not hesitate to share them. There will always be someone benefiting from it. We also want you to know that we are not professionals and or experts and that the debates we create come from our own experience and personal opinion, along with some research on the side. Bye! Bye! Bye.